Hello and welcome to the Success Unscrambled podcast, where coaches who are not quite ready to hire a team can learn sufficient skills in tech, marketing, and systems to bring their business forward and become profitable enough to make their first hire. Let's get started with your host, Alvern Ballard. Hello, and you're very welcome to today's podcast. This is Alvern, and today we'll be looking at how to lower the cost of social media advertising in seven steps. Are you ready? Let's get into it. One afternoon, I, along with my three friends, decided to step out for lunch. On the way, Sophie asked me to stop at a new Italian restaurant. She had seen an amazing advertisement and great reviews on Instagram. And finally, we had an Italian that afternoon. This is the power of social media advertising. It has revolutionized the way we communicate, build relationships and find new customers. Social media advertising is a great way to reach a large audience and promote your business. But the cost of social media advertising could make a hole in your pocket. In this episode, I'll provide you the detailed overview of the cost of social media advertising and how you can make the most of your budget. Okay, so let's look at a social media advertising glossary so that you can understand um, the terminology I'm going to be using in this episode. If you're new to the aim of advertising, navigating the complex language and terminology of the industry can be a huge challenge. Following is a comprehensive guide to social media advertising glossary to help you understand the lingo used by industry professionals and ensure that you're well equipped to take advantage of all the different platforms. Now, the reason why I'm getting you the actual um, lingo is because I can give you what it really means in Lehman's terms, but if you go out there and uh, meet someone and they, and they, and they use it's this, the terminology of the industry, then you'll be lost. So let's get into it now. First one is CPC, which you probably heard before. If not, it's called cost per click, and it's the amount you pay for an ad placement when, an ad, when your ad is clicked. So you only pay when someone clicks on your ad, basically. And then you have PPC, same concept, the amount you pay for the, for the clicks your ad get, meaning only when, you only pay when someone actually clicks on your ad. Depending on what platform um, you're using, for example, um, Google, ad, Google Ads is known for the, in the PPC world, like so they normally use PPC, and Facebook Ads will use CPC cost per click. And PPC means pay-per-click. Okay, next one is a CPM, uh, which, which is a, um, it means cost cost per meal in real terms, but it's also uh, means cost per thousand impressions. And it's it's the amount you pay when your ad is shown a certain amount of time. So if your ad is shown, only when your ad is shown a thousand times, um, that's how much they will charge you. For example, uh, with Facebook ads, they will normally charge you, well, there's not, I guess there is a normal, but you can probably see um, an average of, a, a good, a well, a good performing ad, um, lead, say for lead ad, will be um, thirty dollars per thousand, or thirty dollars um, CPN or less. Okay. Then you've got CPL, which is cost per lead. Um, so the first one is cost per meal, which is M I L E, which is a Latin word for thousand, by the way. Um, so CPL is cost per lead. Uh, the amount where you pay when someone clicks on your ad and takes an action, so the end result. Um, and you, in for example, in Facebook ads, you'll actually see all of these 
Um, actually, it's more of a, a different terminology, but I'll come to that in a second. But you, when you're looking at your um, uh, statistics, when you're running your ad, you will literally see, like for example, in Google Ads and Facebook Ads, you'll see all of those in the same thing. Although um, Facebook charges you, no matter if you get a result or not, they will still charge you, depending on the type of ad you're running, they'll still charge you per view or per impression. Or per, yeah, per, per impression is how they'll do it. And and so will we'll actually um, Google Ads, which will charge you per, um, per click. So when someone clicks on your ad, if you, someone looks at it and they don't do anything, they don't charge you for that. So that's a, the sort of big differences between Facebook ads and Google ads. Um, obviously, there's also another one called cost per view. And cost per view, um, a CPV, cost per view, you pay for every view generated by your ad. And which is, what's the difference between an, um, an impression and a view? A view has to be within uh, six seconds long, whereas in Facebook, and that's cost per view normally happens on YouTube, YouTube ads. Whereas Facebook, it's three seconds. <laughs> it's kind of weird. But um, in different platforms, a view or impression means different things or the actual length of time is diff a difference between the two of them. So you pay for every view generated by your ad. This means you don't have to worry about clicks or impressions. You only pay for the views that actually count. And um, yeah, so there's also the six second rule as well. So you have three seconds, you have six seconds, I know it's kind of confusing, but the most important thing is that you understand when you see it, when you see CPV, CPL, CPM, PPC, CPC, you know what it means. Um, and they will actually tell you when you're setting up your, your advertisement, how much you pay per view, per impression, per click, etc., etc. Then you've got cost per action, also known as cost per acquisition. This is the amount you pay every for every user that clicks your ad. This is your website and makes a purchase. So the way it works in like Google ads, um, Facebook ads, YouTube ads, the action doesn't matter because but unless you decide to put the campaign that way, but then you end up paying more per action. So that's why it's cheaper for you to do cost per click, uh, cost per impression or cost per view. Um, but you still, they will still let you know what the cost per action would be when you, when, they, when someone clicks on your ad and then um, enters the details or or make or pays for your, your product or service based on the ad that you're running, then they will tell you, oh, you paid this amount for impressions. And if it is after, say, 10,000 impressions, you got um, 10 buyers, then they'll give you an, the average price per acquisition or what they call cost per result. Which I don't ever see as, as a as a thing now. CPR, it's nobody says cost, nobody says cost per result, but the CPA is what is understood in, in the marketplace. Then you've got a uh, uh, CTR, which is click through rate. Uh, the click through rate is a measure of how many people are clicking on your ad. This number will vary based on the type of ad you're running and the platform on which you're running it. You would actually see this statistic again uh, across the board in. Facebook, YouTube, uh, Google Ads, um, the click-through rate determines how effective your copy on the ad is, whereas um, the, I suppose, the, the, the actual overall cost per link click 
difference, especially when it comes to Facebook ads, it's a, it's a different statistic altogether. There, there are two things you look at in terms of the effectiveness of the ad. The image stops the scroll and the copy um, gets them to take action, if that makes sense. Then you've got ROI, which is return on investment, which is not really ad specific, but return it is return on the money you spend, so you can determine whether your investment is worth it or not. And then you've got ROAS, which is return on ad spend. It's very focused on return on the, on the ad spend for, specific, for the specific ad campaign. It is different from ROI because it only considers the cost of the ad, but excludes all the other things like how much it costs you to outsource a copywriter, how much it costs you to get a graphic designer, uh, how much it costs for the ad management, uh, how much it costs to create a product. All of those things are excluded from ROAS, whereas return on investment, which is ROI, includes all of the actual um, overall cost of, you know, producing all of the elements to, for you to run that particular ad. Okay, now that we've covered all of those terminology, and it's not all, but it's generally speaking the most common terms used in the advertising, in social media advertising space, let's look at the budgeting guide. So when it comes to social media advertising, budgeting is not only important, but a challenge as well. I think I like to think of myself as your personal budget guide when it comes to social media advertising. To start off, the cost of social media advertising depends on the platform you're using and the type of ad you're creating. To narrow down marketing platforms for your business, you need to have clarity on the monthly budget versus your bidding options on different platforms. Before you review the average CPC and CPM on various platforms, it's advisable to set a budget and focus on tailoring your campaigns to reach the target audience more effectively. Before you review the average CPC and CPM on various platforms, it's advisable to set a budget and focus on tailoring your campaigns to reach the target audience uh, more effectively. Okay, so minimum ad budgets um, for different social media platforms. So Facebook, the minimum they, they want you to spend is $1 a day for impressions and $5 a day for clicks. So if it is you, when you actually set up a Facebook ad campaign, you have the option of paying per impression or per click. Like I mentioned before, um, it's cheaper to, to do per impression. Um, it works out cheaper in the long run rather than paying per click. Because when you decide to pay per click, as you can see, you require a much higher ad budget. Whereas if you do per impression, um, the chances are you will get more results for that amount of um, people looking at your ad. Instagram is the same, a dollar a day or five dollars per clicks. LinkedIn is actually um, ten dollars a day, two dollars per click. Twitter, there is no minimum. Uh, YouTube is ten dollars a day. Or Pinterest, it's two dollars for impressions and ten cents for clicks. Um, the TikTok, it's fifty dollars a day for campaigns and twenty dollars a day. Um, for ad groups okay and then you've got the average cpc for different social media platforms so facebook it's um, 97 cents cpc and actually i've run uh, facebook ad campaigns and you can get it to way less than that 10 cents something like that depending on the type of campaign that you're running instagram it's three dollars and 56 cents per click at linkedin it's five dollars and 26 cents Twitter is $0.38, cents. YouTube is $3.21, Pinterest is $1.50, and TikTok is $1. So the average CPM for different social media platforms for 1,000 impressions, 
is Facebook, we've got $7.19 um, per 1,000 impressions. Uh, Instagram, $7.91. LinkedIn, $9.68. Twitter, $6.59. YouTube, $6.54. Pinterest, $30. And TikTok, $10. Um, you can see Facebook is Facebook and YouTube, well, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter are all working out um, cheaper um, in the long run in terms of cost per 1,000 impressions. And then you've got monthly ad spend. Um, monthly ad spend is more or less same throughout, except for one of the platforms in terms of the minimum. So Facebook is between 200 and 1,500. Instagram, same 200 and 1,500. By the way, if it is you want to get access to the show notes, head over to successandscramble.com forward slash EP262. That's successandscramble.com forward slash EP Echo Papa 262. Okay, so LinkedIn is between $300 to $1,500. Twitter, it's $200 to $1,500. YouTube, same $200 to $1,500. Pinterest and TikTok, same $200 to $1,500 um, per month in terms of uh, monthly ad spend. Okay, so when you look at, um, I've got a, a, a table in the show notes that actually breaks this down for you. But if you look at CPM versus CPM versus monthly social advertising costs, um, there's a table of comparison I've included there. Um, so the exact same figures I mentioned before, like Facebook, the app, the, app, the CPC, the cost per thousand impressions and the monthly ad spend, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, TikTok, they're all listed there in terms of all of those different variables. Um, so I'll go to the show notes and get access to that. And then you've got the, the bidding option. So like I mentioned to you before, when you actually set up a, a campaign inside of Facebook or um, Google Ads or YouTube, YouTube is on the same um, platform that they're using, but they're using a different, they set it up a different way. Um, the actual bidding options that you allow with Facebook, it's CPC, CPM, CPL, cost per lead, and then CPA, cost per action or cost per result. Instagram, it's the same because, you know, the same platform that you use. LinkedIn, it's CPP, CPC, CPM, CPS, and CPO. Um, the Twitter is CPC, CPM, CPE, CPF, and CPD. Um, all of these terminologies you can find in the show notes. And then you've got YouTube. Uh, like I mentioned before, they are more into views. So CPC, CPM, CPV, CPA. Pinterest is CPC, CPM. And then TikTok, we've got more or less the same as uh, YouTube because, as you know, TikTok is a video platform. So it's CPC, CPM, CPV, and CPM. Um, cost per meal. Okay. So how to start your social media advertising? Eight practical steps. So social media advertising is becoming increasingly popular for businesses, but it is not free. You need to set a budget as the cost of a social media advertising can vary depending on the platform you're using and the type of ads you're running. But don't worry, there are plenty of cost-effective ways to get started. Um, number one, identify your audience. Obviously, knowing your, your target audience is a key step in creating an effective campaign. Too often, people jump in without really knowing who they are targeting, and the result and the result is an ineffective campaign. Before you start, ask yourself, why are you trying to? Oh, sorry, who are you trying to reach? Once you know who you are targeting, you can tailor your content, language, visuals to speak to them directly. Um, you have no idea how important this is. Um, it sort of makes makes or breaks your business or even, you know, 
whether or not you have a, a successful campaign. So if it is, for example, you know who your ideal customer is and the actual, to, to warm up your, your advertising account, your ad account in Facebook, for example, or Google or one of those, you need to run, for example, a lead generation campaign to start. And that will, it will help warm up your, your account so that the platform can trust you. So Facebook can trust you. Google Ads can trust you. YouTube can trust you. You can also use tools such as Google Analytics or Facebook Insights to get more detailed information about your audience. Um, the, the beauty is when you're running a lead gen campaign, you, once you know who your audience is, then you, you need to have the lead magnet as broad as possible to target the people um, who would take action and sort of fill your funnel, for want of a better word. Or, or, no, 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 yeah, take action in your, on your lead market. Number two is select your social media platform. Of course, when it comes to social media advertising, it's best to start small and work your way up. Try to manage two, trying to manage too many platforms at once can be overwhelming, so it's important to focus on one at a time. Once you've got a decent number of followers, you can start producing content and running campaigns. Then three, look at your industry bench benchmarks. Industry benchmarks can give you an idea as to what's possible for your budget and what kind of return investment you can expect. They, they can also provide a sense of direction and insight on how to structure your campaigns and allocate your resources. If you head over to Facebook, the Facebook ad library to see what others like you are doing in terms of ad copy and creatives, you get a much better idea as to what you should be doing in terms of the type of um, uh, the type of copy that works and the type of um, the, the, the type of um, target. So you know you have your audience and then what it is they're offering the audience. What what kind of um, content are they offering? Is it um, what kind of a lead magnet are they offering? And then how are they speaking to the audience? What kind of pain points are they using? Um, what are the what what is the how is the offer stacked? Okay, you get a for example, a free magnet, which is a, probably a free wood book or a checklist or whatever. Uh, and then what happens next? How do they um, nurture that audience? What kind of emails they're sending them? All of that. So you have to look at the, the big picture when it comes to um, when it comes to looking at the industry benchmarks. Number four, educate yourself on relevant knowledge. So you've heard it time and time again that knowledge is power. And it's especially true when it comes to social media advertising. If you want to get started with your own campaigns, the best way is to educate yourself. There are plenty of resources out there to help you with a little bit of research and practice. You'll be ready to hire someone to run your social media advertising campaign for you in no time, if that helps. So you can run it yourself, do it the DIY style, or you could sign up off DIY and then you can move then on to, once you, once you find something that's working and it's converting, then you move on to hire someone to help you out. Number five, don't forget the organic strategy and organic data. Um, when you are learning how to start with social media advertising, sure, paid advertising campaigns have their place, but organic social media activity is important too. It's all about building relationships with your customers and potential customers. So it's important to focus on what brings people into your into your into your world. Organic data can also help you better target your paid campaigns. I couldn't stress enough how important organic is. So the best, I, I know I've said this before in previous episodes and in, on previous blog posts. The very best campaign to run is one where you've you've tested organic for probably three months. You've seen the results as it's bringing you 
you've gotten results and then using paid advertising alongside the organic um, to sort of put fuel into that fire and get you even more results. Number six, consider split testing. So if you're looking to start with social media advertising, consider split testing different copy creatives audiences. Split testing is a great way to test all different strategies and see which one works best for your business. The concept is simple. Create two versions of the ad and then test them against each other um, to see which one performs better. You can test different things like the headline, the image, the copy, and, and more, only changing one item at a time. So in other words, you have two exact ads and you decide, I'm going to change the headline. Like everything else should remain the same. I'm going to change the image. Everything else should remain the same. I'm going to change, um, you know, the, um, the audience. Everything else should remain the same um, with regards to the two different um, ad sets or ads, I don't know better word. Um, number seven, refresh and update your creatives. You have no idea how this, this um, plays out, but when it comes to all of the different advertising platforms, you can think of... Um, there's something called ad fatigue, ad fatigue, so your audience will see the same thing over and over and then they'll get tired. The people who took action, that's fine, they wouldn't see the same ad again. But the people who didn't take action, they see the ad and they haven't taken action. Sometimes they need to see your offer 67 times, not 627, but 67, 77 times before they actually take action. Um, and that's why ad fatigue is a real thing. You need to change out your image, keep the copy the same, you know, just keep tweaking and, and changing and testing until um, you get something that's performing well and then keep bringing something alongside that to test again. So always be testing, basically. Refreshing and updating your creatives um, is a great way to keep the campaigns feeling fresh. The first step is to assess what kind of creatives you need for your campaign. This can be uh, images, GIFs, videos, interactive content. Once you've identified, you can start creating sourcing. It's important to remember that the goal of the campaign is to engage with your audience. So to make sure the creative is indeed uh, creative and eye-catching, you can then start testing them across different platforms. Always keep mobile in mind. You have no idea how important this is. My best performing campaigns, for example, Facebook ads, have been the ones uh, on mobile devices. Um, yeah, that that's just it, you know. Always keep mobile in mind, from smartphones to tablets to wearables to uh, mobile technology to increasingly becoming an incredible part of uh, people's lives. As a result, it's essential to ensure that your business stays ahead of the curve. This means optimizing the content for smaller screens and creating ads that is easy to read and when engaged with. And, and not just the ads, but the landing pages should be adapted to mobile. Um, the buttons, the thank you pages, the login pages, the, all the different elements that's associated with your ad campaign should all be mobile friendly. Okay, so those are the um, eight practical steps in terms of starting a social media advertising campaign. Now let's look at seven factors that influence the cost of media social media advertising. So social media advertising can be a great tool to reach new customers and grow your business, but understanding the factors that influence the cost of social media advertising can help you better understand how to lower your cost of the campaigns. Number one, size of audience. The size of your audience is one of the main factors that influence the cost of social media ad. Um, media ad. The larger the audience, the more expensive it will be to run a small, a successful ad campaign. This also um, goes well unless you have a very um, niche 
special strategic audience. Your audience should not be too large and it shouldn't be too small either. Anything below 500,000, for example, is too small. Uh, unless, like I mentioned, it's like you're a local business and you're advertising within a specific de uh, demographic location towards your store because you're not an online business then and you only have 100,000 people in your um, in your tongue, then that's fine. You know, that's not too small because that is what you have to work with. However, if it is your 100% online business and you want to reach as many people as possible, um, your target audience shouldn't be less than 500,000 and it shouldn't be more than 100 million. Um, a sweet, nice sweet spot is something like between 10, 10 million and 37 million. And the reason for this is think of a, a jug of water or a kettle of water and um, when Facebook, for example, is running an ad, ad campaign for you, they will show, based on your the way you choose your audience, um, think of the, your audience as blocks of ice. So say you have a, a kettle of uh, water and you decide to put in 10 blocks of ice. And the way Facebook works is they will show your campaign, you know, your ad to one of the blocks of ice. And depending on the reaction of the people in that block of ice, then they'll move on to the other blocks of ice. And they might show to all 10 blocks of ice. And based on the results they get, then they will decide, okay, let's show it to the rest of the cattle because they now get a better understanding of um, who would be the, your, your best audience based on how they engage with your ad and based on the, the course result that you're getting so far. I know it's a really strange way of, of doing it, but that's just the way how, um, for example, advertising works with these particular platforms. They don't just show it to everyone straight away. They start with a small subset and then they work their way through because, for example, Facebook knows everything about each individual person, what they had for breakfast, what their likes are, what their dislikes are, what it is, who are the buyers, who are the, the tire kickers, <laughs> all of that fun stuff. That's why it's important when you start narrowing down your audience um, to build up your audience over time. You can do this by targeting specific groups with relevant content by running targeted ads. So if you're looking to maximize your return on investment, it pays the, to define your audience first. So are you focusing on um, school teachers or are you focusing on um, people in, on the, in the C-suite or are you focusing on people who are moms, for example, with teenagers or moms with um, young kids or people who live only in Texas or, you know, there's so many different things. So that size of audience, location plays a, a, a major role as well in terms of the cost of the ads, different countries, the states and cities all have different different costs associated with running a social media campaign. Factors such as size of population, the competitors of your market and the rate of the ad saturation all influence the cost of social media ads. For example, running a campaign in a major metropolitan area like Manhattan may cost more than running a campaign in a smaller city. The size of a target audience can also affect the cost. It's important to identify the right location based on your business. And the reason why that is, is because um, Manhattan is a very popular um, popular destination, uh, or well, destination and popular you know, area where people are shopping, living, etc. But if you target somewhere that isn't as popular, it's highly populated, but isn't as popular, um, a suburban area or wherever that is, then of course, it has to be a target audience as well. Then you wouldn't pay much because you're not competing 
against the big giants, you know, New York Times and all the different ones who are in targeting that very same region. Okay, then you have demographics. Demographics is one of the things that most important factors to consider when it comes to social media ads. Knowing the age, the gender of your target audience can help you tailor your content to appeal to them. Income and occupation can help you determine the type of people who are more likely to purchase your products or services. And my advice, if it is you just launching, um, you haven't validated an offer just yet, it's run a lead campaign as opposed to a conversions campaign in terms of um, for purchase. You want to do a lead campaign first and then um, nurture those leads, um, especially people who take action, build a lookalike audience. I mean, this is not a, obviously a training on Facebook ads or anything like that or any Google ads, but this is just giving you advice, um, general advice in terms of how you go about running ads for potentially for the first time. You know, a lead campaign is one that will warm up your content and build trust with Facebook. Then you've got the season. So season plays an important role in determining the cost of social media ads. The competition for ad space during the holiday seasons is usually much higher than the rest of the year, as well as during election campaigns. This leads to higher, price, higher prices for ads as companies are willing to pay more to get the word out about their products and services. As the holiday season approaches, the cost of ads will likely go up, especially for popular social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's also important to keep in mind that the cost of ads can vary depending on the time of the day, day of the week. Ads placed during peak times or on weekends usually cost more than ads placed off peak times. A quick note, it's important to keep your ad, your Facebook ad running 24-7 to get the best return on investment. So peak and off peak don't apply to Facebook ads, but they do apply definitely to Google ads. Industry is another one. That's at number five. The industry is a major factor that influences the cost of social media ads. Different industries have different levels of competition, which can affect the cost of social media ads. For example, fitness, extremely uh, popular. Weight loss, even more popular. Um, a highly competitive industry, again, is um, automotive industry. Automotive, should I say, not on industry, will have a, a higher cost per click uh, than a less competitive industry like pet food industry. A larger target audience will require more ad impressions in order to reach the desired number of people, which will increase overall results simply because these same people are looking at ads from all these different competitors. And based on their current need, they will take action. Um, and based on their current need, they'll just ignore the rest of the ads. <laughs> ad relevancy. So ad relevancy is an important factor when it comes to social media advertising. Ads that are relevant to the target audience will have a higher chance of success Another factor is also ad placement. So ads should be placed in an appropriate locations on platform to be seen by the right people. The quality of the ad itself is important. Ads should be engaging, well-designed, and contain relevant content. So your ad must, um, it, it, it mustn't be, like for example, your image. The first thing people will see is your image, and the image must be clear as crystal. It shouldn't, it shouldn't cause people to think twice, three times, trying to figure out what is this person advertising. I know, for example, today I saw a Facebook ad and I still don't know what it is they're offering. I click through and I still don't know what it is they're offering. I just don't get it. Uh, so if you are running Facebook ads, remember the image is so important. It has to be crystal clear. People don't have to think twice. It's, it's almost like if they're in automatic mode and they're just taking action and they're going through an automation. They mustn't must have to you know, do an algebra sum just to figure out what it is you're advertising. And then the next and, and the final one, 
number seven is the ad quality. So the quality of your ad is one of the most important factors that influence the cost of social media, um, your social media ad. The higher the quality of the ad, the more effective it's likely to be. A few things that affect the quality of your ad, your Facebook ad include the domain name, the all the legal features around the website associated with your domain, like your privacy policy, terms and conditions. Another factor is how people are engaging with your ad. So in other words, um, when people are scrolling through the feed in Instagram, Facebook, or even they're, they're going through on Google Ads, or even um, YouTube, when your ad pops up, um, do they stop the scroll? If they stop the scroll, then you have a much higher ad quality compared to someone who is running a similar ad to you and it didn't elicit any kind of response to the, the same people that you're targeting. So that's the difference. That, that's what that's what ad quality, high ad, having a high ad quality is all about. Okay, so how, now that you know the things that affect um, the course of your ad, you know, the demographics, the location, the season, industry, ad relevancy, ad quality, um, as well as the size of your, size of your audience, let's look then at um, and remember, you can head over to successandscramble.com forward slash epecopapa262 to get access to the shows. Let's look at the how to lower your course of social media advertising in eight steps. So, social media advertising is becoming an increasingly popular way of business to, to reach your target audience. However, it can be costly, especially for small businesses with limited budgets. Fortunately, there are some ways to lower the cost of social media advertising. Number one, choose a less expensive and narrow audience. One of the best ways to lower your course of advertising is to choose to narrow your audience, not too much, like I mentioned before. Shouldn't be less than a hundred thousand, less than five hundred thousand, especially if it is you're not a local business where you're depending on foot traffic, um, and you know all of those things. There, it should be higher, much bigger than five hundred thousand, around ten million, twenty-six million. So it much must be very broad, um, but it must not be a hundred million. You know, one billion. That's just getting ridiculous. So, by narrowing your target audience to specific demographic location, you can get more bang for your buck and limit your ad spend. You can also use features like A/B testing to determine which ads are successful and which ones are not. Uh, number two, tailor your ads to your ideal buyer persona. So, tailoring your ads to your ideal buyer persona is essential for effective social media advertising. Knowing who your ideal customer is, what they need will allow you to craft compelling and effective ads in terms of the copy as well as the image. You'll also want to make sure you're targeting the right audiences that, uh, and the right networks. Three, number three, focus on your user retention. So user retention is essential to success of your business. It costs much less to keep a customer than to acquire a new one. That's why it's important to focus on the user retention, finding ways to keep customers engaged and coming back for more. One way to do this is to lower the cost of social media advertising by using retargeting ads and optimizing your campaigns. You can reach the right people at the right time without breaking the bank. So you can also use uh, customer feedback to improve your campaigns and create personalized experiences that will keep customers coming back. Finally, don't forget the, va the value of offers and discounts. Uh, number four, reduce the ad, ad frequency. No, normally, this is not something you can control on every single platform. Uh, it means that not bombarding your audience with ads all the time. Instead, you should be strategic when it comes to targeting and time. Aim to target the right audience at the right time. 
and you'll be able to get more out of your ad budget. You can also look at reducing the frequency of your ads by running them in segments. This way you'll be able to test different strategies and see which one works best. By taking the time to optimize your ads, you can make them more effective and lower your overall costs. Yes, your potential audience may need to see content from you 67 times or 77 times before taking action, but limit your ad frequency to 1.5 times. So for example, if it is you're running a, um, a campaign and all of the things are good, your CPM is good, cost per meal, your click, your CTR is your CTR all is good, your um, cost per click, click is good, you know, everything check looks good, and you look at your frequency and it's, your frequency is like three times, <laughs> then you know it's time to um, to, to start using different creatives because you're experiencing what we call ad fatigue. Okay, so set a campaign budget. Setting a campaign budget is a great way to make sure your money is working for you. You can do this by making a list of all your expenses and then subtracting any income you make. This will give you an idea of how much um, you have to spend each month or every day. Um, once you have this figure out, you can start budget, uh, setting a budget for yourself. Um, cap your bids. Uh, one of the, that's number six, cap your bids. One of the best ways to lower your cost of social media advertising is to cap your bids. By capping your bids, you can control the amount of money you're willing to pay each for each impression or click. This helps you to target your audience more effectively and helps you to stay uh, within your budget. It helps you to focus on your campaigns and the most important metrics, such as your cost per click and cost per engagement. And number seven, we've got um, think of obtaining user-generated content. Uh, user-generated content is really special because it makes it, it helps you stop the scroll because it just doesn't look like any other uh, advertisement on the platform. It just looks like something put together. Um, it's increasingly popular to supplement your social media presence and lower cost of advertising. So say somebody um, created, like for example, you know when you go to Amazon and somebody um, give you feedback. Oh, I bought this and it was good. And here's what I, I got through, what was delivered to me. And they, they sent you up, they did a picture of your product or service, whatever it is you're offering. You can use that same image in your ad um, to show the user version of what it is they get when they buy it. So by offering an incentive to your followers, you can generate a lot of engagement and content. You can also create a hashtag and encourage users to post content tailored to it. This is really good for Instagram as well because you know with Instagram people will, sh will share um, create something, oh I have, I have a make a day and they probably a Starbucks, they tried a Starbucks coffee and it was really good and they, sh they, sh they send a picture of it and you can you know, contact a person who shared a picture of it if you're a Starbucks and ask for permission to use the image or pay them for the picture or whatever it is you have to do and it wouldn't be so um, uh, what do you call it so um, corporate looking, it would be more of like a user-generated version. So um, plan to collaborate with influencers, ask them to post about your product or service. And by taking advantage of these strategies, you can easily obtain user-generated content you need to lower the social media advertising costs. Number eight is more your account. I know I mentioned this before, but it's, you have no idea how important this is. When you create a new account, a uh, new ad account that doesn't have any history at all, uh, on any of the ad platforms, it's important to warm it up first by running specific types of campaigns. 
These type of campaigns include video views and lead ad, lead ad campaigns. Um, video views and lead ad campaigns on Facebook works really well to warm it up for like a month to three months. After running these kinds of campaigns, uh, then you can then uh, Facebook then trusts you with their audience and to run uh, conversion campaigns, which is the one that you sell them something. This means your cost of advertising on social media will be lower compared to brand new accounts that are targeting the same audience. So in conclusion, social media advertising is an invaluable tool. Oh, one other thing I should actually mention to you with regards to warming up your account. Always make sure that when it's time for them to take the money from your account, there aren't any issues. In other words, you try to take the money and it goes through smoothly. The minute the payment is declined, you're going to lose face and trust with Facebook because they need to trust that you can pay for the ads and they need to trust that they can trust you with their audience. So there's trust on many different levels when it comes to Facebook. Okay, in conclusion, social media advertising is an invaluable tool for businesses of all um, sizes. It's a great way to reach a broad audience, better build, build brand awareness, increase conversions, um, however, it can also be a cost endeavor. It's important to have a firm understanding of the costs associated with social media advertising and how to make the most of your budget. Make sure ads are relevant to your target, to your audience, and adjust them as necessary to make them as successful as possible. Remember the audience on social media is an extension of your brand. They serve to be treated as such, and you can, you don't do and you can do that by creating engaging ads that are worth their time. If you need help with social media advertising in any way, shape or form, you can check out my resource. I've left the link in the show notes that covers um, Facebook ads, all about it, as well as the packages that I have on offer. Head over to successandscramble.com forward slash EP Echo Papa 262. Um, to get access to the show notes and all of the links. This episode of the Success Unscrambled podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be the first to learn how to exponentially grow your coaching business with more tips and tricks in tech, marketing, and systems. That way, you can become more profitable, allowing you to hire a supportive team. Remember to leave a five-star rating with valuable feedback so that we can continue to bring you content that gives you results. See you on the next episode.